Time to break down things going on here in Northwest Montana High School Sports. And joining me inside the Whitefish Credit Union Studios to do that is Fritz Neighbor, uh, Daily Interlake Sports Reporter. Fritz, it is great to chat with you. I hope you're doing well today, man. I'm doing well. Not as good as you. You've had a great week. <laughs> yeah, I'm still on cloud nine. I don't know if I'm quite uh, Tom Brady sea legs yet, but I'm, I'm close. Right. <laughs> I I have a little Brady fatigue. I, can, I don't blame you. I'm sure. But uh, that warmed my heart to see his condition. Well, I was about to say, when, yeah, yeah. As, you know, it's uh, kind of shows at least a little bit of a, I guess, well, I don't know if it's a human side. In, in, in Tampa, you can party like that. In Boston, it's just too cold to party like that, I right. think. Um, <laughs> Fritz, uh, some big news today, and you've been all over it. You've been covering it as well. Uh, some movement within the state tournaments just last week. The double A is going to Great Falls. What's the latest with Class A and Class C right now? So Class C was supposed to be in MSU Billings in a couple weeks. Mm. And they moved that to Lockwood High School, which is a brand new school, Class C school on the outskirts of Billings. I don't know if people are familiar with Lockwood, but it's a brand new high school, and they've had a lot of things over there from what I've seen. Yeah, and uh, it was a high school that was long overdue to be built, actually. They have a great, they've had a great middle school and elementary school out there. Mm-hmm. It's basically a suburb of Billings. So now they have this brand new high school, and it's getting all kinds of action. That's where Billings Central played its football games all, all last fall and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So that's good for them. C goes there. The State A combined tournaments are moving from the Butte Civic Center to the Four Seasons Arena Great Falls. And because Great Falls is already hosting the state double A, March 10th through the 13th, the A moves up a week to March 3rd through the 6th. Okay, interesting. No, I haven't heard a reason. Was there any reason the A or the C had to move? Or Well, I think Bozeman just, uh, the Bozeman Health Department just said, you know, we don't really okay. feel comfortable. Gotcha. Anybody else want it, they can have it. And I guess Great Falls wanted it. Ah, fair enough. Uh, I was going to say, it's going to be kind of interesting because now that has to move up because originally, at least for this year, as long as we could get through to a state tournament, we'll still see. Mm-hmm. But the idea was to have all these state tournaments all on the same weekend. Now that's not going to happen. No. And uh, I'm old enough to remember when it was always like that. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Class A was a little bit smaller division and we just had divisionals, not mm-hmm. districts. So I always got to see two and up to four state tournaments every year because for a long time, Montana had girls basketball in the fall. So one week I go to State A and watch Billing Central or whoever, Colstrip. Mm-hmm. Next week I go to, um, well, I never went to Double A hardly ever. I went to the B and C. Gotcha. Are awesome tournaments. But so this doesn't bother me. I hope it doesn't bother the fans as much. You know, you know, limitations aside, there's a chance right. for people to see more than one tournament, which, which I think is great. The more, I- the more you get to see, the better. Yeah, exactly. I, I like it that way as well. You don't kind of have as much going on. Um, obviously, wrestling has changed, and we'll get into that in a second. But obviously, in a normal year, every, everybody would be going to uh, Billings for wrestling. So I kind of want to just get your thoughts once we get through this pandemic. But I always kind of like the idea. In Florida, they did this. All the tournaments were at one place. They were at the Lakeland Civic Center. Um, but I kind of would like to see all the teams, once we get through this pandemic, maybe all at one place. I don't know where that would be. Maybe it moves around. But what are your thoughts on that, having all the, all the state tournaments in one place? As far as basketball, you mean? Yeah. You know, I, I'd be okay with that. Uh, um, Washington does that. Tacoma Dome hosts like all the classes. Right. And it takes a while, and it's, I'm sure, exhausting. But – I think that's the way to go. Um, maybe not quite as realistic because we don't have anything the size of the Tacoma Dome. Right. But uh, I'd be more in favor if uh, Calgary's weekend they'd have all the state uh, high school basketball championships at the offsite. So if Calgary's was in Bozeman, you talking about football? Or you talking about basketball? I'm talking about football too. Oh, football, yeah. 
you're going back to football. If Cat mm-hmm. Grizz weekend for mm-hmm. football, they had all the uh, other state championship games the same day or the same weekend mm-hmm. at the opposite venue. That'd be awesome too. Um, I would, I would be all for that as well. I've, I've been saying that for years. I would like something like that because I mean, in Florida you played at, you know, Doe Campbell, you played at the swamp or you played down in Miami or you played at the uh, citrus bowl. And just for the kids sake, that's just such a cool atmosphere. And for some of those kids, they'll get to play in those four Montana or Montana state, but to get that opportunity for some others, that'd be cool. Yeah. And that's how I feel about it. And you know, it's, it is kind of awesome to go to Plainsman Field in Scobie, Montana, and watch a good eight-man game. But mm-hmm. and it's really important to that town, right? But um, you know, it's a little bit of a unfair home field advantage because a lot of times teams have to travel a great distance just to get there. Oh yeah, you know, Sydney is a long place from just about anywhere for <laughs> Class A. I was going to say Columbia Falls playoff trips. I can only imagine just for playoff games, right? So, no, that's interesting. Um, we're here with Fritz Daber from the Daily Interlake as we were talking local high school sports. Fritz, let's dive into the, our local teams here. Uh, we got some good games coming up this weekend here, and I want to start with the Flatted Braves, a team that you got a chance to see last weekend against Sentinel uh, and multiple times throughout the season. What have you thought about the Braves so far? You know, I kind of uh, I like what Dirk Johnsrud often says. You know, it's a pretty exciting team to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't very exciting last night, Hellgate and does that to people. Right. Scored a season low 34 points. Flathead did. But, um, you know, the, a lot of the same cast is back from last year. And they're a year older and I think a year better. I think I think Ezra Epperly's really advanced his play. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Hunter Hickey's gotten better. I think um, Justin Craig's gotten better. Ethan Vandenbosch is a rebounding and mm-hmm. machine. It's, it's a fun team to watch. You know, I... Um, I wish you were just a year younger. I wish you had one more year, you know. <laughs> well, we got one uh, more with Justin, but yeah, I kind of right. wish we had another year with for all of them. Yeah, and it'd be great to see Justin if he gets a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, people get awful physical with him. Mm-hmm. I think. I think you see that too. And mm-hmm. if he gets a little bit a year stronger, it's going to be fun to watch him. He, he's already a really good player. Oh yeah, but it'd be fun to watch him next year too. So yeah, um, you know, Hunter Hickey cutting his hair from last year. I don't agree. Did he cut it? No, it was a lot bigger last year. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, I was like, I had, I'd forgotten, and we just saw a picture. Katie, Katie Brown and I just saw a picture because we we're going through last year's papers. Like, mm-hmm. look at that cabbage. <laughs> anyway, but he, you know, he's been a great player. He's had some tip dunks. He jumps mm-hmm. out of the gym, and uh, you know, it's just a, it's a nice team. It's Sentinels really good. Yeah, and you've seen him play a couple times now, and and so they're the class of the Western Double A. And uh, it's a deep league. Flathead's moved up. Mm-hmm. But, and I think they can make state, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Flowing to the other side uh, and talking about Glacier boys and girls, uh, I think, you know, Mark Arkins, what they were able to do with that week of the Helena schools really changed their direction. But what have you thought about the Glacier teams? Both teams are having a little bit of uh, trouble shooting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that with the girls when they played Butte the other night. They mm-hmm. were getting a lot of good looks and they just weren't going in. Um, Glacier got to three and four, and now they've dropped a couple. And I think same thing's kind of happening with them. The kids that you normally see knock down some mid-range and three-point shots, um, they just aren't going down right now. Mm-hmm. I think they're talented. I think they're um, a very dangerous three and six team. It, I've got a funny feeling they're going to wind up playing flathead for a trip to state, but we'll see. Yeah, that's going to, once again, come down to that. I, I've seen way too many Flathead Glacier uh, playoff matchups because I always feel bad because, you know, you always want to see, I want to see both teams get in. It's always more fun when right. there's both teams represented from here because that just means that there's more Kalispell uh, stuff to cover. 
Right. You know. Yeah, it's a better story. Um, Fritz also looking outside. Big Fork's playing some pretty strong basketball since they've returned. Uh, Columbia Falls boys have looked like they've improved, and the Columbia Falls girls are are still tough. What do you What have you thought about overall the Northwest Montana area's basketball right now? Well, you know, I think the interesting part is Whitefish girls have really taken a step up. Mm-hmm. So I drove the 15 minutes to go up there and watch them play Columbia Falls, and they kind of laid an egg. Columbia Falls is really good. Mm-hmm. Whitefish is much improved. Um, Which is great to see, considering some of their recent records. Right. Yeah, we're talking a team that you know mm-hmm. hasn't broken twenty. Right. Times. This year, I think they're nine and three. Gracie Smiley's filling it up. Um, Columbia Falls came in and just, even though they at home had beaten Whitefish by just one point, they went to Whitefish this past week and really kind of dominated the game. Got just got on top right away. Um, mm-hmm. The. Um, the Schweiker girls are really good shooter. I don't know if you've seen her play, but she's really very solid. Oh, yeah. A really good player. So um, that's a team, I think, after last year going to and out at Divisional, it's mm-hmm. shocking everybody. I know it shocked me. Oh, yeah, me too. I think they've got uh, they've got a goal to get back to state and maybe play Saturday night. Columbia Falls boys are, are on a cold streak. They've lost a few in a row. Holson's boys. I think They're tough. A fun team to watch, and hopefully I get to watch them. Maybe I can take the trip over to Great Falls. I was about to say, has Polson? I know. Have you had a chance to see them come up here yet, or no? Uh, I haven't. Uh, okay. You know, there's just uh, there's an editor and a sports writer. So I yeah. To, no, I was going to say it's tough. I wish much. I could go to more games. I'd love to see Polson, and I'd love to see Columbia Falls girls. You know, I haven't had a chance to see them or the Big Fork teams as well. And 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 even to that, Fritz, I will say this: so you talk about Gracie Smiley. She's going to be back, I believe, next year for Whitefish. Um, you know, Big Forks, obviously, they still got some young players that are come back. There's some, there's a good foundation of young basketball players that are going to still continue to be here, which is going to be really exciting, I think, for the area. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I did a little uh, call about Big Fork Wrestling kind of coming out of nowhere, mm-hmm. making some noise. And um, then I look, and Big Forks boys, I think, have won eight in a row. Wow. And one of their best players from last year is wrestling, Isaac Bjorgi. So, um, you know, they're, I think they lost a, Game early to Thompson Falls, mm-hmm. and since then they've been really good. And uh, in fact, I tried to call John Hollow the other night, and <laughs> we missed each other. So I'm gonna have to track him down probably uh, next week. <laughs> Fair enough. We are with Fritz Neighbor, the uh, sports reporter for the Daily Inner Lake. We'll continue with more with Fritz after this. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home, learning at home, and banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. We're talking high school sports with Fritz Neighbor, the sports reporter at the Daily Interlake, as we're getting his thoughts on all things uh, local sports here and also get his thoughts on his last, latest column uh, that came out. Um, Fritz, let's start here. You did a story on uh, Bridget Crowley. Uh, Bridget's one of the toughest individuals I've seen, and I've seen her on the rugby pitch too, <laughs> and she is one tough cookie for sure. Um, what, did you, what did you enjoy? What, what was a story or something that didn't quite make the story about Bridget Crowley? Well, I got just about everything in there. Uh, one thing I thought was interesting is uh, she, her parents are Ohio State grads. So she's an Ohio State legacy. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And got in. She she could go if she wants. She's been accepted there. but That's pretty cool. It's very cool. And, yeah, Buckeye. Uh, she's going to go to a smaller school in 
just outside Chicago, right? I think it's actually in Chicago, called Dominican University. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, you know, what college you go to? I went to Arizona State for a semester. I only went to WLC, which was a D3 school when I was in Milwaukee. So Dominican actually sounds familiar. I think that was a school we played in basketball in the, in the uh, at the time it was the Northern Athletic Conference. It was the NAC. So Dominican actually, is it, it's Dominican, right? Yeah. Okay, that actually sounds familiar. That was actually a basketball school in the NAC. It wasn't a football school. Right. Yeah, so. no, I think it's basketball only. And okay. I looked it up on the map. I was trying to figure out which, it was closer to Wrigley or Comiskey, and I couldn't figure it out. But, <laughs> but you know, smaller school. And, yeah. Um, she's a straight-A student. Uh, I didn't leave a whole lot on the country room floor. Her, her mom was great to talk to, and, uh, you know, it's another one of those deals where mom's a nurse and comes out here. Mm-hmm. As a traveling nurse, and falls in love with the Flathead area. Happened yeah. to my dad when he was like 15. So it happens. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I'm trying to keep my girlfriend out here. I got to get her back out here once uh, she gets done in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fritz, uh, another story that you did uh, is talking about Brent Vegan. Obviously, he was just hired this week at Montana State. Um, I want to kind of get your thoughts. What do you think about Vegan being hired by the Bobcats? I think it's a pretty good hire. I think some of those guys, like. Um, Matt Lubick, mm-hmm. um, I think he was making something more in the neighborhood of six hundred grand in Nebraska, or is. Wow. And uh, I don't think MSU has that kind of money. No, I don't think so. Um, Vegan is making somewhere in the neighborhood of three seventy-five. I haven't confirmed any of this, but right. Know, that's more. That's more the price range. Yeah. <laughs> probably MSU's looking for. <laughs> but even taking that into account, I think he's a really good hire. He's a little bit of a quarterback mentor mm-hmm. he's had some uh, really big names that he's helped coach mm-hmm. um, Carson Wentz I mentioned and, and uh, Josh Allen that's with the Bills who I wish the Broncos had but they don't you knew they kind of had to go that route where they'd find a coordinator for some other school mm-hmm. because there's eight eight count them eight assistant coaches left behind yeah I was gonna say that by Jeff Choke <laughs> and I don't imagine all eight of them will stay there but right uh, you know, Jeff kind of, Coach Cho kind of left some guys on dry. He taught some guys like um, the Rocky coach and the Western coach into leaving really good spots to come coach with him, and then yeah, off he went. It's like I said, coaching is such a tough one, especially in that situation. But one guy I know that I think it would be very um, big for Vegan to keep is Robertson. I mean, Robertson has spoken so highly of uh, among all the circles, whether it be coaching in college or just the high school coaches that deal with him. Yeah, and uh, I've known BJ a long time. I've known him since he was the AD at Ravel J High School, which is a, probably a town you've never even heard of. No, I haven't. <laughs> and it, has to, it has to co-op with Reed Point these days. But Okay. Um, the Ravel J Rockets. You know, and he did a great job at Western. And now he's done a great job at MSU, and he basically shepherds their in-state recruiting. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, it's, I think, a perfect position for him, too. So, yeah, you hope, you hope he keeps those guys around. Let me get your thoughts on this because you've you've covered Big Sky Conference football, you've covered Montana, you've covered Montana State. Um, Jeff Cho did something that a lot of Montana State coaches before him hadn't done, which is defeat the Grizz for one, but also do it four times in a row. Um, we saw in the early years of Cho when his, that team was struggling that that win over the Grizz kind of helped that season and helped alleviate some pressure. Do you feel like there is a ton of pressure on Vegan to continue the winning streak at least in his first year, uh, just to alleviate any pressure? No, I, I kind of don't. I kind of think that um, the team that Choate had last year was kind of a 
peak team. Mm-hmm. Like they might take a step down this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see what Vegan does with um, the players at hand. We don't know how Troy Anderson's knee is, for mm-hmm. example. But it'd be something if all of a sudden he became a great quarterback under Vegan, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that would, would be, be something. That'd be something. That'd be one hell of a job by him. He really yeah. would be a quarterback whisperer. <laughs> he really would be. <laughs> Not that Troy was a bad quarterback. He's no. just a great football player. Yeah. What he is. But anyway. No, I, I think um, I think Bobby Huck's been building U of M back up. Mm-hmm. That's been a process. Um, things were kind of, you know, one or out of the water there mm-hmm. in the last couple of years of Bob Stitt. So it's now Bobby's own two, and I think one to make up for lost time. So we'll see. I don't think there's going to be that much pressure on vegan, at least for the first year. You know, he loses two in a row, then we'll talk. <laughs> We're here with Fritz Neighbor, uh, sports reporter for the Daily Interlake. Uh, Fritz, one last thing I want to touch on with you, uh, get your thoughts on this. As we mentioned earlier, the state tournament for wrestling always usually is in Billings, um, but the AA tournament's going to be here. I believe it's March uh, 3rd through the 6th or something like that. Um, what do you think about at least the AA tournament coming up to Kalispell uh, and, and being here instead of all the way over in Billings? Well, I think it's great for the Kalispell kids. You know, they're the, you know, Flathead especially has had a really good program, and they've had to uh, win their state titles at the end of a eight-hour road trip, mm-hmm. basically a four-day trip. And uh, I think everybody agrees that the Metro is the perfect spot for an all-class meet. Right. It's the only place big enough to put down 12 mats, right? Which you need for, for this. But if we are going to go, to, um, you know, each class getting its own site. I think it's great for Cowspell and great for uh, the local kids to have it here, you know, and let uh, let the building schools make the trip for once. Not going to happen very often. It's going to be back. It's going to be back in the metro as soon as possible. So, yeah. So you know, enjoy this. Enjoy this ride. Um, sleep in your own beds. Mm-hmm. Your mama's cooking, and maybe uh, take home another trophy. I, I'm pretty sure flat little trophy. We'll see if they can't knock off Great Falls and Billy Senior. Well, I think the girls are definitely going to be bringing home a trophy. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that team's going to be fun to watch. I hope I get a chance to watch the girls um, as well, because I think both are going to be there, right, as far as I understand? Uh, all class girls is another one that moved to Lockwood. Oh, so the, so yeah, the flathead won. girls are going to go to Lockwood? Yeah. Double A, okay, gotcha. And they wanted it here and, and bid for it, but for some reason they went to Lockwood. So, okay. So sorry about the flatted girls. You still have to make the eight hours. All right. <laughs> eight, eight and a half hour trip now. Gotcha. Gotcha. We're here with Fritz Neighbor from the Daily Interlake. Fritz, if they want to catch your latest column or catch your latest work, how can they do that? Uh, DailyInterlake.com online. Um, my my attractive photos in every Thursday's newspaper with my column. It's not a very good photo. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I just, I'm covering preps mm-hmm. like a rash. And every time there's a, Glacier or flat in our town. I try to get to one place or the other. So just look for our stuff. Um, Thursdays are a big day for us because I write a column. We put together a notebook and a feature on a local or area high school athlete. So look for us there. All right. There you have it, folks. Make sure you, make sure you check it out at thedailyinterlake.com as well as subscribe for the paper. Fritz, really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the insight. Look forward to chatting with you again soon, man. You've been Anthony. Thanks.